Today, I want to talk to you about other people, OP, mainly other people who you work with. I had one client tell me that her tummy was so disruptive because of the rumbling in her stomach. And what I helped her understand is like the rumbling in her stomach wasn't because she was physically hungry. It was because of the feelings that she was experiencing when she was working with OP, other people. So when other people have you stress snacking and you're on this weight loss journey, but you keep finding yourself eating snacks in the afternoon or at work, just know that you're not alone and it is completely normal. Now, this is how you lose weight very simply. You're listening to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, episode 175. Wouldn't it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome back to the podcast. And if you are new, welcome. And this is your first episode. I'm happy to have you here. Listen, y'all, do you ever have those moments where you just have so much going on? It's just difficult to focus on one thing. Now, I have ADHD, right? Adult diagnosed ADHD. I found out about two years ago officially. And so I am used to not being able to focus. Like that's just how I roll. And I have my little hacks and things that I do to get my brain aligned and on track. But right now is like a whole nother level (laughs) of unfocus because there's just so much happening. Today's our wedding anniversary. Kevin and I are celebrating our ninth wedding anniversary, which is so much fun. And just like, I can't believe nine years has gone by that quickly. And we are going out to dinner to celebrate tonight. I will report back to you and let you know all of the yummy stuff that we eat and how we celebrated. But we're also working on a home improvement project. I have been working on some new things for the business in the background. I'm coaching. I do some extra coaching in another program because, y'all, I love coaching so much. And it's a money a money program called Six Figure Saver. Shout out to Gina Knox, who is an amazing financial coach. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, you need to go look her up. Six Figure Saver is helping you to save 100K as an entrepreneur, which is a skill that most of us don't know how to do, especially if we came from a a traditional nine to five and you move into a business, your whole income is becomes variable. It goes from a very regular paycheck to variable. And so you have to learn how to manage your money in that way. And so it's different. And so if you're struggling with that, definitely go check out Gina. But I am a co-coach in her program because we discovered 
that I already knew this, but how people think and deal and spend their money is very similar to how people think and eat and their thoughts about eating and their thoughts about food. How we do one thing is how we do everything. And so I coach primarily, and Gina's got her her own strategy, which is amazing, but I coach primarily on mindset of like, I got the strategy, so why can't I do the thing? Very similar to what I do with my clients of like, I know how to lose weight, I know what I should be doing, but why am I not doing the thing? This is where mindset coaching is so, so helpful and transformational. So I've been coaching in there, and working on some things in my in my program. Yeah, it's just a lot happening. A lot is happening. I'm committed to getting this podcast done today and my other high priority tasks so I can go out and have an enjoyable evening with Kevin as we celebrate our ninth wedding anniversary. Oh my goodness. All right, but today I want to talk to you about other people. OP. Now, Not to be confused with OPP, right? The very popular hip hop song by Naughty by Nature. No, we're not talking about that OPP. We're talking about OP, other people, mainly other people who you work with. So I want to just share a very common scenario that my clients come to me with, and it's something that they struggle with. And something that I struggled with too. But we are allowing our colleagues, our coworkers, our bosses, our team members, all the people, right? You spend a lot of time with these folks working nine to five every day. They're driving you up the wall, right? In those moments where it's just like you can't get anything done or you're trying to get a project finished, but you know, you've handed it off and -and so-and-so hasn't reviewed it yet, or you've got 8 million emails in your inbox and they keep coming in before you can get through them, right? You love your team, you love your coworkers, but they're just driving you up the wall. And during the week when you're working and you're trying to get things finished, all you want to do is take a break and go grab a snack. I had one client tell me that her tummy was so disruptive, like she couldn't concentrate because of the rumbling in her stomach. And what I helped her understand is like the rumbling in her stomach wasn't because she was physically hungry. It was because of the feelings that she was experiencing when she was working with OP, other people. So when other people have you stress snacking and you're on this weight loss journey, but you keep finding yourself eating snacks in the afternoon or at work, it's time to set some boundaries. And a boundary is something that you create for yourself. Like when I first got into like life coaching and some of the the strategies and the tools that they teach you in life coaching, creating boundaries is definitely one. But for me, I'm like creating boundaries always just reminded me of like a Dr. Phil episode. Dr. Phil would always talk about, you need to create some boundaries. You need to create some boundaries between yourself and this person, whoever he had on the talk show. The solution was always like creating boundaries. And so it always related creating boundaries with like having to draw a line in the sand when something is completely dramatic, right? When something is just completely out of control, dramatic, and 
just worthy of a Dr. Phil episode. But a boundary doesn't have to be steeped in drama. It doesn't have to be like this huge announcement you have to make to someone. A boundary is simply something that you create for yourself. You do not put boundaries in place to try and control other people because if we're trying to control other people, we're wasting our time. But a boundary is something that you create for yourself. And a healthy boundary will always empower you. And it will never, never, never limit you. So if you find yourself stress snacking at work because of your colleagues, because of OP, other people, and on top of that, if you know that you are a people pleaser, I am a reformed people pleaser. Many of my clients are people pleasers. Boundaries are necessary when you are a people pleaser because your inability to say no at the expense of your own peace often will find you overeating and over snacking in the afternoon. Because remember, a boundary is something you create for yourself. And if you're a people pleaser, you're always going to say yes. You're going to be the yes person. And so when you create your own boundaries as a people pleaser, it will help you say no like to certain requests. And that will help you ultimately stop the snacking, the stress snacking. So here's an example, right? Your colleague comes to you or maybe they like send you a, an instant message and, or, and we used to use Skype back in the day. I don't know what the, I know some of you all use Teams. Some of you all use Slack. I don't know, but you know, you get that instant message that you all have set up within your team. And it's like, hey, can you help me out with this project? Can you help me out with this thing? Can you review this email for me real quick? I know you have other things going on, but I could really use your help. And because you're a people pleaser, you're like, sure, okay, I will help you. And you say yes, even though your brain is fighting you like, well, I don't have time to do this. I like, I have all my own stuff to do and I got to go pick up the kids and all the things. But you're, because you're a people pleaser, you get your inability to say no is overtaxing your capacity to get things done. And so you say, yep, I'll help you. You schedule a meeting with the colleague during a time that you probably already had blocked out to work on your own project and you give up that time because your colleague asked. Or maybe it's your boss, right? Because your boss asked. Now, because you're a people pleaser and you don't want to hurt your colleague's feelings, you agree to help even though your own to-do list is immense. It's and growing. And so on one hand, you're saying, yep, I'll help you. But on the other hand, you're mentally beating yourself up and you're feeling terrible. You're beginning to feel terrible because now you're worried that you're not going to have enough time to do anything. So going back to the example of my client who said that when she was working in this way, like her stomach, the rumbling in her stomach was so distracting that she just had to go get something to eat. And my question to her was like, what was happening as you were working or trying to work? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? What was the context? What were the circumstances? And it was always leading or some form of people pleasing, taking on too much, being unfocused, not being able to get stuff done. All of those things, y'all, 
when you're highly distracted, highly unfocused, feeling unproductive, and you're not getting things done, that feels terrible. And you're working, you're working, the hours are just flying by and you're working and you're trying to get stuff done, but nothing, you're not checking anything off of your to-do list, right? Kind of like the experience I was sharing with you today at the beginning of the podcast, where I was like, I just was supposed to be working on this podcast hours ago, but all these other things were grabbing my attention. And hours later, I'm just starting to work on this podcast, but I am determined to end this day with having at least two things done and checked off of my list, period. So when you find yourself in this situation and it feels terrible because you feel like you're working so hard and nothing is getting done, but then here you go and said, yes, I'll help you. And I'm gonna give my time away to help you get your stuff done. To distract yourself from those terrible feelings, you go find a snack. And for some of you, it's very simply like picking up your phone and putting in an order at the Starbucks app. And then it's like, oh, I get to take a break. Let me go take a break. So I got to go get my Starbucks. And you leave work and you go pick it up. And the reason why this happened, right? So you're leaving work, even though you're like, I don't have enough time. You're stepping away from your desk. I'm not getting anything done. You're stepping away from your desk because you need to distract yourself from those terrible feelings caused by your thoughts about your schedule, about your colleague, about the time. And because you didn't have a boundary in place with your colleague, with these last minute uh, requests for help, you're losing precious productivity time by leaving your job, leaving work and going to get the Starbucks. And not only are you losing precious time and productivity time, you're also eating and drinking from an emotional place, which is only going to slow your weight loss down. Look, I know how it is. You may have put one thing in on the app. That's your order. You're going to go pick it up. But as soon as you walk in, oh, you see, you want it. You see, you look in the glass case and you see something else. Or you see like a snack bag of your favorite snacks sitting up there in the basket and you grab one of those. Oh, and you're like, oh, let me get a little chocolate bar thingy for my ride home. And you grab one of those. And so your Starbucks excursion to get one thing ends up being three things, which you scarf down because you're trying to avoid the terrible feeling of not having enough time, not being productive enough, and you're kicking yourself in the ankle, (laughs) the imaginary ankle, because you said yes to your colleague, even though you didn't have enough time. People pleasers, can you hear me? People pleasers, yeah, night. (laughs) right? People pleasers unite. You understand what this feels like. Enforcing boundaries is difficult for people pleasers because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. So you instead make yourself feel uncomfortable and you say, yes, I'll help you. Even though you want to scream, hell no, I'm not helping you right now. I have been there. I have been there, which is why I love helping my people-pleasing clients become badasses at setting boundaries. Again, a boundary doesn't have to be this like big dramatic declaration. A boundary is just something that you're creating for yourself. It's almost like a filter you're running your request through before you say yes or you say no. Another one of my private clients 
was a people pleaser. She's, we're, we're working on it. We're still working together. So she's getting much, much better. But when she came to me, she was using this stress app and it's called, um, I think it's called AI Stress. And essentially it is a platform that feeds all of your other health data you have. So if you have Apple, it's your health, your health data, any like exercise apps, your sleep apps, it takes all of that data and it puts it into this like colorful chart and it shows you basically in colors how stressed you are throughout the day. And so I didn't know she was using this app when we first started working together. But as we were working together and I helped her begin to set these boundaries at work because she leads a very large global team, the display in her stress app began to change and she was so amazed by it. She sent me the before and after pictures. Before, most of the screen was like all red, which meant a lot of stress throughout the day. As we continued to work together, the after one, was lots of green and lots of white space and very, very, very little red. So if you're interested, you can go check out that app. I think it's called AI Stress App or AI Stress Monitor. I'll put the link in the show notes. But she was so excited because she simply learned to put some boundaries in place for herself. She didn't have to declare them to her team. She didn't send out a grand email to everyone saying, hey, I've got some boundaries. This is what they are. You need to follow them. Because again, boundaries are not to control other people. The boundaries are to empower you. You set them to empower yourself. So I love that she sent me the before and after of her stress app because it just shows how important and how crucial it is to set boundaries and honor those boundaries at work where you spend the majority of your time. So in addition to the major reduction in stress, which we can see on the app, she's lost weight because she is not stress snacking her way through her people-pleasing tendencies. At that time, when she showed me the app, the before and after screenshots of her app, she was down about five pounds and 4% body fat. This is one of my private clients. So if you're having trouble setting boundaries at work, or maybe you have the boundaries, but you're just not honoring them, this is a problem. And this is a problem that private coaching can help support you in. It takes courage, y'all, to set a healthy boundary. It takes courage to say, you know what? I am no longer going to say yes to this person or to last minute requests. And it takes courage to actually honor that because you can write down on your notebook and say, okay, if a last minute request comes in within like 72 hours, I reserve the right to say no. So you're giving yourself permission to say no to the person who asked for help at the last minute. But when it sounds all nice and lovely in your head, and you're like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. But as soon as you get that message from the person or they come knocking on your door or you have a Zoom call with them, they're like, hey, do you mind? Can you? And your little heart goes like, "Mm, I'm a people pleaser. I just want to make them happy. I want to make them happy. I want to make them happy. 
it's harder to honor that boundary that you've set for yourself. So just know if that's your situation, if that's how you're experiencing setting boundaries that works, know that you're not alone and it is completely normal. Now, if you, if this is all new to you and you're like, oh, I can set boundaries for myself and it doesn't have to be like this big thing to try to control other people. Yes. Decide in your work life. I'm thinking specifically for people at work who are stress snacking. Look at where boundaries would be beneficial. Now, I gave you the example of the colleague who always asked for help at the last minute. Maybe it's, you know, the last minute request from your boss, like, oh, can you do a double, right? I know I have a lot of nurses who listen to me and they work very, very, very hard. I have a lot of nurses in the community. And maybe it's that last minute request, like, hey, can you do a double over this holiday weekend? Oh, I got to take my kids, their birthday. I'm sorry. Can you cover this shift for me? Maybe that's the boundary that you need to learn how to set for yourself. It's going to feel scary at first to set the boundary, and it's going to feel even scarier to enforce it. But I want you to focus on not their reaction. I want you to focus on how this boundary is supporting you and your weight loss goal. Keep your eyes focused on the prize, the final prize, which is you saying no and not succumbing to the stress snacking and moving forward with your weight loss goal. If you are a people pleaser and you're like, you know what? I love this idea. I don't think I can do it on my own. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash private coaching and book a strategy session with me. And let's talk about it. Let's talk about where you feel like you need to be able to set boundaries in your working life or for some of you, maybe just like in your personal life as well. I want you to imagine the day when OP, other people, are no longer driving you to stress snack at work because you've set those boundaries in place for yourself. This is how you lose weight very simply setting some boundaries, which reduces the emotional intensity that comes along with your job. And then you will not find yourself stress snacking because of what other people are asking you to do. I want you to become a badass boundary setter. Write that down. I am a badass boundary setter and I honor myself. I set boundaries to empower myself and I don't use food to distract me from the uncomfortable emotions and feelings that come along with being a people pleaser, okay? If you need more support with this, I'm here for you. Go to jenniferdent.com and see how you can work with me. All right, y'all. Let me get the rest of my work done for the day. I have a fabulous anniversary dinner to celebrate tonight. And I'll see y'all at the next episode. Bye. If you like today's episode of the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, and you want to learn more about creating a lifestyle instead of following a diet to lose weight permanently, be sure to visit jenniferdent.com. There, you'll learn more about my unique weight loss process and how it can work for you. Go to jenniferdent.com to discover what you can do to stop dieting forever.